this reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you say! Stay You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 71. I'm Brian. Oh, I am Spencer. Sitting directly to my right is the, probably our most, besides my mom, Probably the the, the most requested guest. That's true. Welcome back, Chris. It's almost. Hey, it's everybody. been a long time. It has a that, long, long time. That's some big shoes. I to think fill, we by were. The way. Your mom said <laughs> that episode was amazing. <laughs> I think we pissed Chris off last time. That's why he hasn't come back. Well, I've done a lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the you're talking about Bigfoot? Yeah, isn't that what we, we had you on last time? Was it Bigfoot or conspiracy theory? One of those. Well, two. Isn't that one of the same? I think it was Bigfoot though. They go hand in right. hand. Yeah. <laughs> same uh, episode. It is <laughs> November the first. On this day in history, a lot of stuff happened with planes. Really? Yeah. In 1955, United Airlines Flight 629 blows up over Colorado. Wow. There's a bomb hidden in checked luggage. Killed uh-huh. 44. Of course. In 1952, the first large hydrogen bomb tested in the U.S. I guess that's not a plain one, but you know. And then <laughs> 1911, the first bomb dropped from an aircraft. Man. Oh. Is this a bunker we're in? I just, um, Dude, I got a story about a bunker later. Are we doomsday preppers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Kind of. Actually, I've never understood doomsday preppers because... No, I run towards the light. Well, yeah, frankly, <laughs> if all the electronics are out and I can't watch Netflix or get on my phone anymore... Or porn... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of being yeah. alive? You know? What are these people going to do in their bunker? They're just going to be like, well, we're alive. I guess we should yep. hang ourselves because there's nothing to do. Well, and um, you've got to be around to produce the rest of the population, Spencer. Yeah, I right. guess. Yeah. This, everybody, is the official celebration of our one-year anniversary. Yes. We have been on the podcast airwaves for a whole year. Brought to you by uh, Bang Bros. (laughs) (laughs) Those are (laughs) no applause needed there. But that's why we wanted to have Chris on. I mean, for... For a myriad of reasons. Thank, yeah. Thank but you, you. it is a year anniversary. You know. And it feels great. You know what we could do is uh, we could go through some of these drops that I have on here. So for those of you who from are new to year. the podcast, Spencer went through a phase in the first like five episodes <laughs> where he'd pick out things that I said that were innuendos. Uh, and he would cut them and make them into things that I didn't necessarily say. I don't Some know. of them I did. You did say a lot of these. But they're called drops, and so I think he's going to play a few of them right yeah, now. I so if I we can, if this will be the, this is what we used to do. Yeah. We used to guess the episode or <laughs> guess the topic. Guess, guess what yes. we were talking about a year later. All right. Let, let's a lot of these st- are pretty early, like this one. Immediately. Come immediately. Come I, immediately. I don't even know where that one came Come from. Immediately. Now. I don't remember either. It was it was it was accurate. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think Brian just looked at me and was like, <laughs> and uh, it okay. worked. It, yeah, it was not a clean shaven day though. I know yeah. that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> 
By the way, I did it with my mouth. People should know that. Oh, that was the... Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. But if you see me there, chances are I will be lubing up my feet. <laughs> but if you see me there, chances are oh, that I will be uh, lubing up. I was talking about sunscreen yeah. at the beach. I think that was like our first episode, wasn't it? Probably. He is kind of a dick. I was I talking mean, about could, my cat. That could, but that could be any episode. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a wide, broad <laughs> stroke there. You wipe, it sticks to your... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's just the thing. Uh, that was uh, the uh, sanitary things yeah. you pull to put on the toilet seat yeah. that we don't use. Yeah, that's do you, true. Do you use those? Hell no. Yeah, they stick to your no, leg. No, I don't understand people. Just, just be a man. Grab a freaking roll a thing of toilet paper, wipe off all yeah. the pee, and if you get AIDS, you get AIDS. All right. If you get right? a little piss on your leg, it's sterile. Okay, <laughs> I tried to do the little lift up part, you know, like you know the. But, what, what, but you can't put your hands that's on some, the. No, no, that's no, no, some no, arm no, no, strength, no. man. No, that, that was back in my younger <laughs> days. Squat. So, yeah. yeah, take your pants all the way off and squat over Don't it. Don't ever bear down too hard; you might vagal. Exactly. It was yeah. it was a Jeff Daniels moment. Where, yeah. you know. <laughs> Dude, the vagal story. Full disclosure: I I have. Used some Rogaine. Episode one. <laughs> yeah. But I got a story about the vagal real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. I uh, I have a sinus infection right now, which reminds me I need to take uh, some amoxicillin. Um, and I was at the doctor at my work. Mm-hmm. And I think I've shared this on the podcast. I don't get strep. Yeah. I get throat really? infections. I sometimes get sinus infections. I've never had strep. They swabbed me for it. And the story I was sharing there is that they swabbed me for it, caused a vasovagal response. And I passed out. Right. I was Basil in the doctor off, doctor's office yeah. this week, and <laughs> she looked in my throat, and she's like, yeah, you got some white spots. Your, your tonsils are... I have a very sensitive gag. I place. did. So that's what I told her. <laughs> Do your thing. Okay. <laughs> and, she said, and she said, don't throw up on me. I was like, no, I don't throw up. I gag. And she's like, well, after she looked, she's like, I told her I don't get strep. Uh-huh. Right? She's like, well, I think I want to swab you from, from, for strep. I said, Okay. Fair warning, the last time I got swabbed for strep, I vagled in the doctor's office and I, I passed out. And she's like, I'm not going to swab you for strep. Just, here's thanks some no amoxicillin. <laughs> You're fine. Anyway. Did you have strep, though? No. Oh. No. I just have, I had a sinus infection. Really bad. It hurt to the touch. Ooh. If I just touched in between my eyebrows, it hurt. Do you have tonsils? Yes. Really? Okay. Me too. In I fact, don't. I'm pretty sure that I have a tonsil stone down in there somewhere. That's you the always size. do. Uh, but this one Did is you like stop digging them out? it's like a fat burg or something. <laughs> it's, I can't I can't get to it. It's back in there. They do smell like ass. I don't know where it is. I, and every time I try to do anything, I end up. Uh, I made myself. Oh, that, that was right before. That was right before an episode. <laughs> yes, I made myself throw up, and I was like, I didn't mean to. I just you like, know that I, look I, on I, your face, like right before you throw up, where your lip is kind of up. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I walked into Spencer's house to record an episode, and he looked like that. Oh. And I said, I what happened? I turned around and walked right back out. Yeah. I said, what happened? He's like, I just made myself throw up. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was just fishing for tonsils. So stones. my daughter's going through this exact same thing right now. Oh, really? And she's got an appointment like next week to have her tonsils taken out. Oh, but they're man. coming out like the same hole, and then they started coming out another hole. It's like... It's like the finger game, right? Where you yeah, try man. to point the boat. Yeah. Whack them all. I do get a sense of accomplishment when I get a big one out. Whack a stone. <laughs> Whack I mean, a stone. I mean, how big are they? I mean, they're like a. Uh, I don't know. Like a big, uh, like a peppercorn. <laughs> Maybe smaller yeah, than a peppercorn. Probably smaller. Okay. Smaller than a peppercorn. Half a the, peppercorn. The first time I did it, they were big, but now they've kind of scaled back. It's because he's seen. They haven't they had get, as much it, it time. It is cold outside. They so, haven't yeah. had as much time to, you know. They get worse when you sink. Do you have tonsils? Uh, I do not. Oh, okay. So you don't know. I'm tonsil free. Tonsil I would free. like to have mine out because they're freaking It is annoying. like, I mean, I hate to say this, but it is like one of the worst 
surgeries to get. I've heard that. Especially the if older you're older. Yes. Yeah. My wife yeah. still got them, and she wants them out, and yeah. tells me I want them out, but yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> you're on ice cream for like. I have Three a weeks. very sensitive gag reflex. Is that whatever? Is that do your thing? <laughs> is that what she says to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh come God. on, that's so ten years ago. Chair. <laughs> I'm like taking all my clothes, off. <laughs> and all of a sudden I looked at her and said, "Oh, so, something's really wrong." Yeah, these are all from the same story. Are they? Yeah. Unexpected genocide. Not that one. <laughs> Unexpected genocide. <laughs> this is great for the one year. Keep going. <laughs> Well, the problem is you don't pull any of your own nonsense. Uh, no, I've got, I've got. <laughs> yeah, you focus on you. I've yeah. got a few of me here. Now, this isn't the first time that a Jamaican black guy has taken my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the way you cut that. I know, one. I that know, was like I the know. Simpsons when he, yeah. when he, <laughs> yeah. her the, sweet the gummy. Can. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the second time. <laughs> I, I've always been hard, especially. Oh. <laughs> And she sticks me, and it hurts like an MF. And she's like, oh, shoot, let me go get a lot more time. And, like, he was, oh, he was different techniques. Yeah. She was just, like, rubbing it in. He's like, little light taps. He was so much better. I think so, so that was when you were getting, blow, yeah. you know, just so that the, yeah. the thing would come up. So the ma- thing. <laughs> that is huge. <laughs> That story, by the way, before was when you were getting blood drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I sure you know my wife with this oh, woman. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's just that one's just cold. It's, yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're is. getting charged by the minute almost. Oh, <laughs> oh, shut the hell up. Oh, doing pigeons, doing, doing pigeons, pigeons. <laughs> doing pigeons, doing pigeons. <laughs> that was one of the first ones, Randy. Yeah, oh, man. I, I've never said who it was. Oh, but anyway, it's Randy. He, he almost shot me in the foot. He doing pigeons and then with a twelve gauge. <laughs> With I should say, I was telling someone else that story about when Randy almost shot me, uh-huh. and he was obeying proper safety protocol. The gun was faced down. I was probably just standing too close to him. What? The Nevertheless, gun was, what, were you laying underneath him or something? No, no, no. He was standing next to me with the with the gun pointed at right, the ground, right, which is right, right. where it's it's either down or down range, right? Right, right. And I was yeah, I was muzzle standing control, close to him. muzzle control. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean he still went. I could see through his face, right. Uh, but anyway, he feels really bad. You no, know, I actually did some uh, <laughs> some uh, hour take homework. Did you? Today. Did you? Yes. Oh, I listened good. to the last episode before right. I came on, and you were asking about the shooting in uh, was it Fort Wayne? Which one? Fort Worth. Yeah, the, Fort, the, isn't that bad? The Dallas <laughs> Which one? Fort Worth. Well, we talked about two. We talked about the. the I watched the video of the guy coming through the window. Yeah, he's searching the door. What'd you think? Um, total bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I know nothing. I just went to an academy. That's it. <laughs> Um, but they tell you it's like the pie chart, right? When you come around a corner or anything like that, you're taking off like little sections of like pie, right? Yeah. And yeah, he he apparently he likes pie because he just went all for the whole thing. What did you like about my theory that he they like worked themselves up? Didn't it seem like they were working themselves into an adrenaline rush? Right. You know, I'm listening to the the 911 dispatch and the neighbors, great neighbors, and he's calm, just concerned with them, yeah, whatever. But the video, man, looks like he's just amped and he's They're, looking for a reason to shoot. Right. I mean, not looking for someone to shoot, but just he's trigger happy, you know? Yeah, he was definitely on edge. Like I said, I, it was like he had too much coffee or something. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And the, he didn't even knock on the door. And that's that's like that's like police 101. Like, we went through building searches and it was complete darkness, just like him. And you take it in these little pie sections right. and you've got a guy behind you. So I get it. Even if they didn't knock and they weren't announced like uh, you were uh, talking about, um, still. But it's, it's, you know, he didn't even, like, turn and peek into the window. No, no. He was, like, five feet or six feet away from it. He just 
like shined his flashlight up into it. So and it wasn't. And to your point, they weren't even like Walmart blinds, right? I mean, they were. Yeah, I mean, there was. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, she got these blinds at Target. That's right. All right. Still blinds. You can't tell in the video if they're closed for sure. There's a huge glare. Yeah. In the video, but the shots afterwards of the crime scene, they're closed. Yeah. But like turned open just a tad anyway yeah let's sorry. go back to the drops yeah, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> only got a few more here well if you lean to why oh, we already did that one someone flushed a poo bear <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think i remember that one really yeah, i think really you might finally. have been here yeah, i've known to spell poo wrong <laughs> how do you spell poo uh, me yeah. or generally <laughs> sometimes oh, so something's really wrong sometimes i uh when i'm writing it like i took like if i was writing i took a big poo you know I, I always think of the Winnie the Pooh spelling, so I put throw, an H throw on there. There's on there. no H needed. <laughs> <laughs> Superfluous. Oh, I think that's uh, – there's more, but I don't have them on this current uh, – so let me just play, you know, for you. Yes. And my very favorite one. This storm will kill you. It will kill your children. It will kill your pets and everyone you know who wants to mess with it. And your kids died, too. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Do we use the word patriot with Shepard? Wait, what? Sure. Is he a patriot for leaving? Oh, yeah. Well, I think he was a patriot for staying, covering the news the way <laughs> yeah. he did for so long. You know, I just, he'd be awesome if he joined. Like he was that. a patriot <laughs> for being gay at Fox News. <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah. That's true. I mean, he lasted that long and, you know. Speaking of which, before we, in between last episode and now, the impeachment is a little bit more formal. Well, we haven't released the episode. No, but it still happened. <laughs> it still happened. We, All right. we recorded All right. a few days ago. And so, I mean, Merry Merry Christmas, right? Hopefully. I mean, yes. it's, uh, I don't know. We, but here's, on the last episode, you literally, I asked you if you think anything was going to happen, and I, you said it, no. Either way, it's both sad and good, you know? Yeah. Even if he doesn't, whatever. Because it shows people taking a stand. But I tell you what, I saw... A group of Republicans take this podium today on some press conference just spewing garbage. Oh, yeah. For two weeks, for more, for a month, they've been complaining about the process. Mm hmm. So, other than Mitt. Other than Mitt. Other than Mitt. So, Nancy and the Democrats say, fine, you want the process? Here's the process. And now they're bitching about that. Now they're bitching about the process. Yeah, and they'll bitch about anything else that yeah. comes up. And so what you, the talking points that you hear now are um, that here's what you're going to hear from the Republicans. I'll tell you two of them. One is that the Republicans in the committees have been neutered. That's Ooh. one that they're using a lot. Um, and that this is a Soviet-style uh, impeachment. Yeah. You'll hear that one from the Republicans. Uh, Colbert's argument to that was, know. you remember how Stalin lived for, or <laughs> reigned for 30 years, right. and then he was impeached by death. Right. <laughs> Man, just listening to them. You know what? That's the worst part of it. I mean, Trump's Trump, but it's worse that even people that call themselves Republicans yeah. don't, don't take the what they're doing seriously. So BuzzFeed put out a podcast, only 15 minutes long. It's called Impeachment Today, new episode every day. Mm -hmm. And the host just talks about the news of the day regarding the impeachment. On one of the episodes, he had um, a woman, another reporter, on the phone. And then he turned his voice into sounding like the phone, and they read the transcript 
quote unquote. Tra- it's not a transcript, first of all, yeah, of the call with Ukraine. What it's transcript notes. was white out, right? Uh, <laughs> but they read the text, right? right? And even if you read it in that way, we should do it and put it at the end of the episode. Um, when you read it like a phone call and hear it like a phone call, it totally sounds threatening. Because the president of Ukraine's like, you know, we really appreciate the aid. You know, we're getting in Trump's what are you like doing for me. Yeah, Trump's like, oh, <laughs> by the way, I have a favor. <laughs> it's like right after. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. Whatever. Everybody's going to have their own interpretation. This is where we they needed Spencer to edit. Yeah. Right. Because they would have oh, been yeah. more. Yeah. Trump yeah. did say he was going to have a fireside chat, pulling the Roosevelt out. <laughs> what? And he was going to read the transcript to us. Oh gosh. Does he, is he actually going to read it? No, okay. <laughs> but that's the thing. He's Does like, he it's word for word, comma for comma. No, it's fucking not. It's a freaking, It's they typed up the general sense of the call. Yeah. A transcript is like, if this, if this conversation right now we're having was being typed by a court recorder, that's a transcript. Word for word. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's not what the call is, people. You don't put a dot, dot, dot in a transcript. <laughs> well, that's how I Twitter. <laughs> right. It's true. Because it was that, that lieutenant colonel that said the ellipses, the dot, 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 is where uh, Burisma was mentioned. Ah. By name, the White House just thought, no, oh, we should take that name out. Yeah, I heard an interesting fact today, though, that I'm, the, it scares me a little bit. And like you said, even if it doesn't lead anywhere, that uh, it's really like I think there was two Democrats that uh, – join the republicans in basically voting down it yeah. right and to me it's like are we gonna just i think they're are they, are they just milking it at this point are they just trying to get- uh so man there's a lot of theories floating around and i've listened to a lot of radio about it you know uh, npr and podcasts and stuff like that so i think that it's going to be very embarrassing for the president when the lawyers for the democrats Embarrass the lawyers for Trump. You know how could you embarrass Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> Have you noticed he's gone? Oh yeah, I know. They hit me away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they put a hit out on him. Uh, but there, so I didn't know this. There is a a rule in the Senate that if uh, if impeachment is sent to them, which it's likely to be sent to them, they need a two thirds to remove him. Right? They need sixty six to remove him from office. Right. Which would need that's about twenty Republicans. But. They actually have a someone, anybody in the Senate can call for a motion to dismiss the case, and all it takes is 51. Isn't that interesting? You, you know what's interesting to me is, like, let's say Pence, Pence is, like, just the, the poster boy, right? If you're a Republican, wouldn't you just want, at this point, get, Absolutely. get Trump out of there just Absolutely. so you can get the That's bitch what out we, of there? We talked about that in the last episode. I don't understand this, why yes. they're not just, like— yeah, let's just let's just every let's Republican except for maybe Matt Gates and Mike Lee right. should be like, "Hey, this is our opportunity to get someone normal <laughs> who doesn't leave our allies getting shot at." And it's still got an R by his name, right. so he's still there. We're still right. good Everybody. for all of the evil that Mike Pence is. Yeah, he's very at evil. least he's Republican. <laughs> yeah, and you would uh, think that's the default, right? Right. No matter how we screw this up, we got Pence. We got Pence. So anyway, that my point is that the Senate could dismiss this immediately, but then the – Oh, McConnell doesn't do that. The Republicans are like, no, no, no. We would rather acquit him than dismiss the case. Oh, maybe they're going to go forward then and then – surprise. Surprise, 20 Republicans. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, maybe they're totally trolling him. You know, I, Dude, hold out faith. Anyway, 
That's where we're at with impeachment. That happened in between last episode and this. I think we talked about how the vote was going to happen. Yeah, and um, our uh, fourth district congressman here in Utah, Ben McAdams, mm. are the only Democrat we have. Yep. But he is a moderate, very moderate. I was going to say, is he really a Democrat? It's well, he's like an he's a true moderate. He Democrat. really is. Like he really, really or, is. And frankly, or he knows his district very well. If he were, <laughs> he were, yeah, maybe. If he were in my district, I would vote for him. If he were in my district, I would make love to him. If he were running for president, I would vote for him and carry his child. Mm. Would you have done that with Matheson when he was done? No, there? no. Ben's just a better fit. He's just a, he's an attractive man. Um, so he went on so a, a local radio station here with a, um, a radio show host who he Doug Wright he retired a few years yeah, ago yeah. but he's back on because uh, they can't find anyone to fill the holy <laughs> shit. By the way, yeah. Do you follow Dick Norse on Facebook? No, is he still alive? Yes, and he's hilarious. Is he good? He's a full blown liberal. Is Who? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick Norris, remember? Dick Norris on KSL? Yeah, he's got oh, like this oh, big oh. puffy shoulders like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh. Sorry. Digress. He's, right. he's, got, he's got a family member, though, that's pretty left, right? Like Probably. I th- yeah, I think he was Dick like Norris was like the Doug Wright of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Doug Wright is, uh, he had Ben McAdams on his show. And we're just going to, I want to listen to this interview here. I should note here that Doug Wright is a known conservative. Like, sure. I wouldn't say he's like he's not Bill O'Reilly conservative or anything. No, I think he's not he's, crazy. No, I think he's become a lot more moderate the past few years. No, he's probably stayed, but the Republican Party has. No, moved. I agree. You're yeah. right. Uh, we need to know if that happened. What are the, what are the circumstances? Did it really is is that what happened, or is it just party spin? I don't know at this point, but we should not be. Um, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this. The public deserves to see exactly what happened, and then we can make a decision. But I don't think we should be at this point prejudging the outcome, either yes or no. We need to let the facts get on the table, see the facts, and then make a decision. It, it is interesting because undoubtedly arms have been twisted in the past. Uh, United States support has been held until certain things, usually human rights, uh, usually giving up a particular tactic in, in weaponry, whatever it might be. So has influence been used before to withhold things? Absolutely. But the question here is whether or not it was withheld when it had the approval of Congress in order to basically get the skinny on who could be a potential uh, thorn in your side in an upcoming election. I mean, that should get the attention of everybody. And if that happened, we're talking some pretty serious stuff. But Thank you, has Doug. Has twisting occurred, and have we withheld Doug Wright says a lot of good things in this interview. Thank you, Doug. Has he ever used the word skinny, though? I think that's the first. No? He, he, I don't know. I've heard him swear on the radio before, oh, yeah. on KSL. That has wow. happened, but boy, for political gain, individual political gain in an upcoming election, that really is, uh, well, that, that's just not kosher. Got street that, that's cred. I mean, that's really serious. We, you know, I, I think when you look at the influence of money in politics and how troubling that is, um, and, and how corrupt, what a corrupting influence money in politics is. But if you imagine now, we open the door to a presidential candidates uh, reaching out to foreign countries to set our foreign policy based on whether they will. Uh, 
uh, help in, in a presidential election, that really sets a terrible precedent for our country, compromises our national security. I want to know that my president, Republican or Democrat, is 100% loyal to the American people and loyal to this country and isn't out there uh, uh, buckling the pressure from any power, any foreign power who may not, who doesn't have our interests at heart, in order to curry favor in an election. We see that happening uh, far too often with the influence of super PACs and and corporations in politics, and and that is lamentable. We do mm-hmm. not want to go further down this road and open up the doors to foreign powers. So again, I'm I'm not reserving judgment. I think we need to see the facts. But if in fact that's what was happening. That's a, that's a dangerous precedent for our country. You know what makes this so hard for me, Ben? And you and I have known each other a long time. I can speak candidly here. This president disappoints me daily. This president often embarrasses me as a United States citizen. This president often offends me and offends me deeply. He's got an erection. And I yeah. can't turn to remind Seriously. myself... That says, there's oh, a difference between being oh, disappointed offense. in a president, being offended by a president, and even sometimes being outraged at at some of the the tactics of a particular person. There's a difference between being an offended and having an impeachable impeachable offense. And there are some that so wildly and I believe blindly support this president. I've never quite seen anything like that either. And I think for them. I think it's very, very difficult for them to who are just, I mean, damn the torpedoes. They're supporting this person no matter what. And the president is right. He could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and I would still support him. This is such a unique case that we're dealing with here. Well, and I'm going to point the finger first at the Democratic Party. I'm a Democrat, but I think, uh, you know, Democrats have been calling for impeachment for for too long over, like you said, Doug, uh, they're offended by the president, we should impeach him. They don't like this policy, we should impeach him. That is wrong. Uh, If you don't like a president's policies, if you don't like his demeanor, uh, the the solution to that is to vote against him. And so I think it it feels a little bit that the Democrats have been crying wolf for too long, and that's really disappointing, that now I think that the allegations that have been made are really serious, and they shouldn't be just ignored. Uh, they shouldn't. We shouldn't jump to conclusions, but we shouldn't ignore them either. Uh, but I think uh, people are a little bit numb to it, and and we can't we can't be numb. I, I've opposed impeachment all along until these allegations. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, that's that's the main point. Those those two uh, comments that they, Doug made. I, first of all, Doug is a known conservative. Yeah, he's going to get crucified. And, well, <laughs> he, I think. Well, he retired and. During his last year, people nailed him to the wall on his comment. He, I, I've never heard a radio host get like so agitated with people. Yeah. Because uh, anyway, and then uh, so I liked everything he said there, mm-hmm. and I completely agree with him. Um, and I did like what he said. You may not agree with the president. You may not. Uh, he may his demeanor may bug you. You know all that sort of stuff. But that's not an impeachable offense. And I like Ben McAdams' response. I do think the democrats have been crying wolf they've just been like he did this we got to impeach him we got to so it, they've been actively trying to impeach him so it's easy for their base to jump on board and say well the democrats just won't stop they're just coming at us they're making stuff up so I, but i would say this the the impeachment cried wolf thing yeah crying wolf and whatever how you want to say that (laughs) that is a that is a republican talking point Uh uh-huh 
not every Democrat has ever talked about impeachment. In fact, no, dude, no, dude you're from right. uh, Georgia, I think, or somewhere, brought impeachment to the House floor, and Democrats shot it down. Yeah, well, know? Nancy Pelosi on Colbert said that yeah. she never wanted to impeach him. And Colbert, so, who's a nightly critic of the president, said nightly, that he nightly. opposed right. impeachment so because just, it's better to to have the American people kick him out. So I don't like the cried wolf argument. I think that there's been one or two Democrats who have been very vocal about impeachment from the beginning, but that's not that's not Democrats. No, that was I, one or two I, dudes I, I, who got it voted down by their colleagues. And to Pelosi's credit, she held the door as long as she was Hodor, right? Yes. She was Hodor as yeah. long as she could. <laughs> and you know, at the at, but when you get sprinkles of this stuff, I mean, how much more is it going to take? Do you, right? I mean, do you guys see my point with yeah, the yeah. phone with the with the No, yeah, for sure. Investigate this corruption. That totally makes sense. I can also see where he... um, I'm just saying that this base is... His base... I don't know, this sounds terrible. It's pretty gullible. I mean... Oh, for sure. They're... they're, They voted on him based on memes (laughs) and Hillary Clinton running a freaking child sex ring in a pizza basement. So... That's that's not true? (laughs) So, you know... Having SNL sketches sketches since day one about impeaching and getting rid of the president and Colbert and all these uh, pundits getting on there and talking about impeaching the president has really set a precedent for they're coming after us. They're yeah. coming after – they're taking our guns. They're taking our jobs, you know. <laughs> and so at this point, it's just like give it a rest. Is is that's not my opinion, but that's that's right. probably their their feeling. Even though we have a good fifty one percent of the country now, that yeah. uh, what what would you rather have though? Would you rather have these fireworks, or would you rather have just gridlock like we've had for years? I like the fireworks. Yeah, it's history. Fair. This is a, his, a historical well, moment. You know what though? Get the popcorn. You know what that brings me to? That brings me to this, Brian and Chris. Let me. Uh, <laughs> Ask you a question. (laughs) (laughs) So before we started this podcast, I wasn't really that into politics. And I have a lot of friends who aren't really into politics. And uh, the other day I started thinking I was a lot less angry with people and, and frustrated when I didn't really pay that much attention to politics. So is it in our interest... Uh, to really pay that much attention to politics or not, uh, does it divide us more? I mean, uh, on the one hand, you have the, well, if you don't pay attention, then the country just goes to these bastards and they're just going to do whatever they want because no one's going to vote except for the boomers. But at the same time, I I have found myself feeling feeling angry and resentful to people that I never would have before. And I don't particularly like that, but it's also caused me to um, to put them... Like, I have a friend on Facebook that I unfollowed because he 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 didn't post... He, I, he was wearing a MAGA hat, and that's it. And I'm <laughs> like, that, that's it. And I just instantly judged him. And so, I, I do don't you, know. Do you feel, do you, I mean, do you feel that way when you see a Confederate flag? Yes. Yeah. I, so... First of all, you're right. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah, we lived in ignorance a long time. You know, all the the American people did. And then we got a 24-hour news cycle. Right. Then we got the internet. Then we got Facebook, <laughs> right? Which Trump did win with fake memes. Right. We know that now. Propagated by Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. 
funded by Russia. That was in the Mueller report. Right. I, sure, sure. There, there was no collusion. No one's fucking saying there was anymore. But they are saying that Russia did it get involved. Right. They did meddle. And this president's done nothing about it. You know, I think yeah, to your point, though, Spence, like I think there's a middle spot there, right? And I think you touched on it maybe um, the last couple of episodes or not. Like there's a middle ground where you just block out the uh, this news corporation, this right. news corporation. I try and stay in the center. Like my wife, she's older than I am by six years. She voted for the very first time, um, I think, uh, the year Obama was elected. Yeah. And I was like, you're a mother. You have children. If you're going to sit on your hands and ignore it, then whatever happens, happens, right? But then, to your point, like, you can get so obsessed where you're just like, God, I hate everything, right? Right. And I can't stand what this person's saying, this person's saying. Like, I've done what Brian's done. Maybe not to his extent as far as, like, watching uh, Hannity and Laura and stuff like that. But I've I've watched Shep, right? And, you know, for the longest time, like, he was pretty down the middle, right? And, he, and of course, that's the afternoon shift right right that's the actual (laughs) news section portion of fox news yeah so i try but i I, to your point like i i give you street cred big time because i i can't even listen to clips with these people right it's hard because they're just drinking the mike's lemonade really hard well that and i mean i know cnn is his biggest target but you know in in trump's defense like all these things i get from them are are always pretty slanderous like well, so I, I, I mean, will say- I understand that he says a lot of dumb crap, but it's it's always like, can you believe he said this? You know, and I'm like, okay, CNN. The, the difference is, I think this happens in every generation. Uh-huh. You know, you, you go back to Vietnam, you go back to uh, the late '70s with um, like the oil shortage or whatever it was, right? People lining up at gas stations. The the difference is that stuff. Two things: it does start to affect your daily life. Right. Mm -hmm. And my dad always told me that's when people get involved. They get involved in politics when they see their daily life affected. Correct. When you see taxes go up, when you see health care gets so fucked, when you see that you can't afford insulin, that's when you do start to get involved. Right. The other time is when you see moral issues like locking children up, Mm -hmm. taking them away from their parents, seeing the the humanitarian crisis in Yemen and we're doing nothing abandoning the Kurds, our allies, for the civilians, right? We have evidence that Erdogan committed crimes against humanity, just barely, just recently, right? He used gases that are banned by the Geneva Convention on civilians in Syria on the Kurds, you know? So we're in a moment now where it's not just about uh, politics in general and whether we want to be a conservative state or a liberal state. Now it's moral issues where... People are dying. We're treating people like animals. We're putting them in cages, right? And all and people are dying because they can't afford insulin. They're going to Canada where it's ten dollars for a pack that's a thousand dollars here. Mm-hmm. You know, the, those are the issues that start changing people to start caring, right? You know, and we didn't we didn't have a lot of those issues even during uh, W. Yeah, you know, I can go a, a lot more vanilla. Like to me, I, you're 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 a father. I'm a father. Spencer, I don't know if the kids have ever tracked you down. But, I've got um, seven birds. Uh, no. 
You're a father. <laughs> no, I just I, I literally have two kids and I just can't say, listen, hey, this is the guy that is our, our, our leader in the free world and this is the example that you should set. Yeah, what a role model. Yeah, I, I that's the thing I can't hang home. You know what? I, I hate to sound ignorant. Screw everything else that's out there. I just can't say that this is a model citizen, right? No. I mean, you don't elect I mean I mean that's like that's like saying, you know, like I don't I don't even know where I was going with that. That's anyway. like saying President Donald Trump is is the president, right? Yeah, that's, that's like, like Kim a, Kardashian like electing being uh, Donald you know, Trump. president, right? You like, can't. I mean, people people complain about identity politics, right? But your morals, your super ego, is your identity. It's woven into the fabric of your soul, and so when those get threatened, when someone starts shitting on what you think is moral, that's when you get involved. Because you, you know? and I have well, been through it, what four presidents, five presidents. Isn't that why President Trump yeah. got elected? Because the right, the right wing thought that we were encroaching on their guns and their beliefs and their yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that they're uh, that they're out of place. You right. know what I mean? Uh, but they also can't bring a logical argument to the table, right? You know. But even with W, like you said, like at least I could tell my kid, look, this guy, he he, he talked presidential, he stood up there. You know, granted, I didn't agree with him anyway, and you know, there were all f- sorts of fun games that you know he was just a brain dead president. I like right. W. He's uh, friends with Ellen, but <laughs> but but I, I've actually gained a lot more respect for him out of office because I've gotten to know the real guy, right? But at least I didn't. I could tell my son, "Hey, this is the president." Right. I have some respect. Whatever. You can't do that right now. No. No. There. I mean, man, I think W is an endearing guy, yeah. right? But I look back at Iraq. It's bad. And we killed probably close to a million people. It's bad. Yep. In Iraq. You know, uh, that's really hard. I, history history books are going to be really tough on that, you know. Now, winners write history, right? So they're going to be written by winners. But so will they be truthful? I just hope Dick you know? Cheney gets his comeuppance so, in the history books. W- the word demagogue gets thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think people understand. So let me just read you the definition of demagogue. And you tell me, all right? A demagogue. Upside down. A demagogue, (laughs) or they're also known as a rabble rouser, is a leader who gains popularity in a democracy by exploiting prejudice and ignorance to arouse the common people against elites, whipping up the passions of the crowd and shutting down reasoned deliberation. If that doesn't embody Trump's campaign, like this is probably their... Mission statement. <laughs> Their mission statement is exploit prejudice. We hate Muslims. We want to ban them. We want to build a wall, get rid of the Mexicans. Black people have just as many rights as everyone else. Gay people are doing just fine. You know what I mean? Ignorance to arouse the common people, people who didn't care before. Right. Yep. I've now been aroused because of these prejudices. The rocks have been moved. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whipping up passions of the crowd and shutting down reason deliberation. Who has rallies? Who has re-election r- rallies two months into their presidency? Does that mean he's a representative? Of yeah, he's a he is a representative of. <laughs> he's some. been running the whole time, right? Yeah. I mean, to your point, he has never stopped running for no, president. Exactly. I've never seen a president or read a history book about a president who held rallies. During their first two years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bush didn't ride the train the oh, whole four oh, years. Oh, 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 I know, I know one. I know one. Um, what's his name? Adolf 
<laughs> Adolf Hit- is his name. Adolf. Is he from Adolf Ukraine? Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> I mean, and you, you're talking the passions of the crowd. When you think of the passions of the crowd, what do you think about? I don't know. It makes me think of the passion of the crowd. It does. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. But that's the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing. You could take it back to Christ. What did you have when Pilate brought Jesus out there? You had a fickle crowd who was aroused by their passion, who made a bad decision. Yeah, William Wallace. Are you saying we should crucify Trump? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm more of a William Wallace gut the fish guy, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm kind of kidding. Freedom! <laughs> but I, the founding fathers were very clear about warning against demagogues. In fact, we talk about the Electoral College. One of the main arguments pro-Electoral College was to avoid a demagogue. Oh. Because our electors, the people who go to D.C. and, and submit the votes to the vice president, mm-hmm. were supposed to be smarter than the people and say these people have been had <laughs> by a demagogue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You were had by a demagogue. He's fake. He's a liar. He does not represent the values that you think you have. How right? does the far right like this guy, though? It's guns because he plays to their passions, Right. He fornicates. Donald Trump's never and... shot a gun. He's never <laughs> fired a weapon. He's never driven a car. He's never talked to a Mexican. <laughs> He's never combed his hair. Oh. Guns, dude. Guns are the best. You can shut that down with, with two sentences. How are you going to fight an F-35 with your AK-47? I'll shoot it in the pee hole. Yeah. The pedo tube. The pedo tube. The pedo tube, whatever it's called. Yeah. And then they'll go up and down, up and down, up and That's down. Right. That's actually, I'd never even <laughs> thought about that. I need my AR-15 in case the government takes over. Because that, that will fend off against an M1 Abrams. Have I not articulated no this No, I've never heard you say that before. Where do, Are you allowed, by the Second Amendment, to have a tank? I wish. To have an RPG? Right, really? to have a Blackhawk, to have an, Ob- an Osama <laughs> bin Laden yeah. helicopter. Yeah, I would be the first on the on the the waiting list for that. You think that we stand a chance in hell against the United States military if if they fall in line with their commander in chief? <laughs> Are you serious? We Echo One. We've got uh, we've got a rebel with a uh, go back. Wait, what? It looks like an AR-15. Uh, Go okay. back four years. Why don't you nuke him? <laughs> what, what, four, was it four years ago, Ferguson? Yeah. Ferg- there you go. That's what happens when people rise up against a government. Well, let me let me throw this at you, and and this will be my uh, my my final Trump thing. Maybe. Um, what do you think of Bill Maher's um, thought on even if he gets um, out of office, that he's not going to leave? What do you think about that? Spencer talk. Spencer feels know. this way. I don't know. I, I I would like to think that that won't happen, but I, it, if if saying that feels like I'm getting on the the radical size, yeah, like 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 the far super radical left. Like, let's delve into the specifics. So you're saying, let's say that he either loses or the Senate does vote to him to remove, physically removing him from. I have all the tough people. Yeah, it's like the right. bikers. Right. I got the bikers. bikers. <laughs> and the cops and well, the military. Well, lucky for him, the military's pissed off at him right now. That, so so that, it's going to come down to specifics, yeah. right? Would the Secret Service still back him? Probably not. Right? Would the sergeant at arms in the, in the Capitol or the Capitol Police back him? 
with the National Guard, with the military. Well, Those, we have to get down to specifics. Based there. on the crowd at the Nationals game, it doesn't sound like DC has a lot of love for <laughs> no. him. So maybe not. Because <laughs> if he was removed or if another president was elected, right? Let's go with elected. Let's say impeachment doesn't happen and he loses the election. And on January 20th, another president is inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Well, now that president is the president, the the commander in chief. Mm-hmm. So, so they don't have to listen to him anymore. No, I mean, and what, do you think he's still going to get a security detail? Yeah, that's well, in the con- yeah, that's they, does it have to be? Can we bo- make, <laughs> let's do a resolution. Obama, <laughs> Obama's the one that brought it back. Yeah, it was it, Clinton it, removed it. Yeah, right? yep. He I, said that they would only get protection for ten years. That's no, going to be pretty expensive. It is. Until Obama said that uh, I mean, he is seventy. Obama was but. like, "I'm the first black president. I'm going to need it forever." For life. So oh. it was pretty crazy that they removed it for life. Yeah. I don't know. Does Jimmy Carter really still need a Secret Service detail? I yeah, don't know, man. He kicked my ass last week. I don't. I, don't, I can't. <laughs> like, who's 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 like? You know what will really piss off the Americans <laughs> if we get Jimmy Carter? And trip I, him so he falls and but, breaks but his head. But ten hip. years isn't that long. Allergy. Ten years isn't that long, right? <laughs> no. I mean, we're yeah. almost we're more than okay. But we're ten years removed from Bush, who, and people uh, still hate that guy. Uh, Can you imagine removing Bush's detail right now? I don't know. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. It costs a lot of money. It does. Well, not any more than flying Air Force One to no. a foreign country, which costs just look at a hundreds of millions of dollars. Go look at our defense budget. They bring two two jets, two two jets, four giant cargo jets with all their own fuel, five helicopters, motorcade. That's gotta be hard now. A, basically, an <laughs> army of of people. Uh, we need some ugly ass people to be the lookalikes That's for this right, president. <laughs> There's always Alec Baldwin, I guess. Uh, so you have in the rundown here. Uh, topical costume. You were talking about Halloween. Yeah, well, we were supposed to talk about this earlier before we got into heavy stuff. Yeah, that's deep. So, um, let's, no, let's do it. No, because I, I have a picture I want to show you guys. I have a picture too. I wonder if it's the same. Is it the picture. kids? No. Oh, Ooh, I've seen that one. All right, you ready? Oh, I'm okay. turn this well, around. Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, let's start this off. That's yeah. hard. Did you? Yesterday was Halloween. Yeah. I'm hard. What? Sorry. <laughs> Yesterday was Halloween. Uh, you have children. Did you dress up for Halloween? Yes. What were you? My at work they did. We did a grease theme, so I just wore like a white t shirt so, and. Were you a T bird? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Qu- uh, Quinn really wanted to be a crossing guard. Oh, so she was a crossing guard. I thought you were going to say. I yeah. thought you were going to say cross dresser, <laughs> and I was like, that is interesting. She's transgender. Or that that age, but started early. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley was a ballerina. Okay. Uh, at Quinn's request. Yeah. Yep. Saw that. Uh, Chris, did you dress up at all? I did, but nobody knew who I was. What What did you dress up as? So I am a very large man, and so costumes do not appeal to very large people. I agree. Um, so. Um, I dressed up. I usually wear a polo and jeans or shorts to work uh-huh. every day. And I dressed up in a suit with a black tie and a black shirt. And they're like, um, so who are you? Fat, fat Johnny Carson? And like, I mean, who do John. I, uh... and, I, and I go, who do, who do I look like? He goes like, uh, Tony Soprano? I mean, you're trying to be. I go, great answer. Oh, that's <laughs> smart. And then uh, my boss comes over and he goes, so, so what are you? I go, you told me to dress up. I dressed up. I didn't I didn't wear a polo and jeans, you yeah. know. <laughs> what do you want from me? That's right. I mean, to be honest, I was trying to go for John Wick, but I just don't have the hair for it. 
That's true. Yeah, the hair. That's. <laughs> and it was and so the, last minute. You and know. the neared. Yeah. yeah. The, the neck and, I, and I have too much uh, vocabulary. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh. Well, I went as Eddie Murphy, so I put. Uh, I, bet, I bet Which you. Did. I put some black black makeup on my face. <laughs> no, no, I didn't dress up. I actually. Which forgot. Eddie Murphy were you? <laughs> Flubber. So what picture? Do you, what picture do you want? Okay, show? so well, uh, real quick, I. I I would have dressed up if I could think of something topical or funny, and I just, kind of the life of me, couldn't. But today, there's been a few uh, postings on Facebook. This guy is um, is the wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Dressed up as the wall. Is that the Colorado wall, or...? Yeah. Huh? No, it says USA Mexico. Oh, Mexico. I'm oh, sorry. It doesn't say New Mexico. Oh. That's the one that's wired. So it's got a it's got a guy and he's uh he's made it where it looks like his leg is climbing over the wall. Anyway, what is yours? You're missing the teeter My picture? Yeah. Um this whew, is rough. This is rough. This is rough. Okay. Now the picture I saw earlier, the children's faces were not blurred. I can't find an unblurred picture now. I just Google. like the boobs at the World Series. Google's taking them down. Yeah. This is a. Oh. This is three white children. That's not topical. That's racist. The <laughs> first. The, there's three white children. Uh-huh. One of one of them, a boy, is dressed as uh, Donald Trump, wearing a MAGA hat. The second child is white, oh, in black face, okay. as Obama. And the third child is dressed as Hillary Clinton, and they're both in chains, oh. being dragged by Donald Trump. Disgusting. Who? <laughs> Wait. Hold on. They live in a trailer, first of all. That is definitely a trailer. Yeah, it looks like a good double wide. Either that or it's a portable at school, because that's a big yard. No, that is a trailer. It's a big yard over no, there. No, it's a trailer, and it's probably going to be destroyed by tornadoes, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. <laughs> uh, I, as I was Damn Googling, so I saw the picture of their faces earlier. Oh, you did? Yeah, and not that it matters, but it's just interesting. Uh, but apparently this person re- deleted their Twitter account. You Shocking. think? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do they think is going to happen when they post that picture? I, I don't know. So you, s- you saw it non-blurred? Yeah, I saw their faces. What, what I mean, did, what was their expression then? Uh, they're sad. Uh, so uh, Obama like, the and hair? Hillary are sad because they're in chains. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, I'll share this to our Facebook page. And then uh, <laughs> you the, sure about that? the Trump kid is <laughs> is just – he's. I will give them credit. They did make his red tie long as hell. Yeah, which, <laughs> that is good. Which is important. That's a big MAGA. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why they, they just didn't they get the real hat. Find a freaking real hat. <laughs> Twenty five bucks was too. I would, steep. you know what? Right. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if if Trump sued him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they went after him. That's not a licensed hat, son. Yeah, that was not made in China. Yeah. That was clearly made in Vietnam. Knowing Trump, he'll bring them to the next rally. So yeah, I'm sure people will have some serious thoughts about this because it's kind of a. Yeah, it's awful. It's pretty bad, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to know these people. I want to. So. Obviously, the parents were great people. Great people, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, only fantastic people. Um, but you know, I, I don't know, man. I think just when you think that this will eventually go away, like I've got people at work that tell me, you know, once the boomers are gone, you know, and it's just these young people, we're gonna be fine. Everybody's more embraceive. How about that? Yeah, yeah. That's I, just gonna make well, it come back. I right? mean. I've changed a lot since I was a kid. I mean, I he was the most you weren't bald, bigoted. Yeah, no. Well, I I definitely I was I wouldn't I don't know about bigoted, but I I was way different. And so you know, let's just hope those kids grow up and 
their empathy tree grows and maybe uh, they're ha- at least you know if, if those kids were half as racist as their parents they'd be fine <laughs> yeah they have no idea what they're doing here yeah um let me let me improvise here what yeah. if that was just the guy the kid with the red hat on then then how do you think that's received whatever whatever that's fine yeah, that's I mean, fine. Because you know about like all the the news articles where the high school guys have worn hats so, and they've gotten like stones thrown at them. Sure, and that's, not, that's, that's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, frankly, I would be okay with this picture if there were no chains. Yeah. If it was just Trump, Obama, and Hillary, we talked about this on an episode, which is why is blackface offensive? Right. This is clearly offensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right? just a little bit. Um, yeah. But if it was just three kids wanting to go as Trump, Obama, and Hillary, that we talked about this with Trudeau, and I, I could, like I said, I am not trying to be insensitive. I could be completely wrong, but I, please explain to me why Justin Trudeau's blackface is offensive. That was the one we were talking about, right? Uh, but anyway, no, if that kid was, I'm sure, I'm sure there were a lot of children in uh, Mississippi that went as the president. I'm sure. Uh, it's. Uh... I don't know where you to tie that long, but I mean, it's <laughs> no order. Yeah, <laughs> the same place where Trump mail order. ordered his bride. Right. That was yeah. bad. That was good. <laughs> I got to tell you guys a story about a bunker when we come back. If we're taking a break right now, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, that was long. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh no, was. Not, was. not not my wife. It's she cold. Was. It's she, cold. She never said that. <laughs> um, when we come back, we do have some random headlines. Uh, I don't remember what they are. So, they're they, random. Yeah, they will be off the <laughs> chain uh, for sure. Uh, we also have a game we're going to play, and uh, we're going to make love. So, oh. we'll be right back. I had a lot of time to just sit in here and think. I'm starting to realize I have this pattern of behavior where I always want more. More weed, more drinks, more deals with the Chinese. It's never enough. See, I've always had my flaws, but at the end of the day, I cared about people. You know what the president said? He said, just deny everything and make yourself the victim. Yeah, well, maybe he's part of how I got here. Maybe the president has brought down my moral meter. I don't mean to cast blame, I'm to blame, but ever since he was elected, I've compared my morals to his. And no matter how awful I am, I'm never as bad as the president, so I'm okay. This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Random headlines are brought to you by the letter P for penis. I mean, for por- Pachina. <laughs> P- China. Pachina. Putin, China. Pampers. His favorite two words. <laughs> China. Putin, China. Pachina. All right. So this story, random headlines. That's what we're doing right now. Sure. Uh, this story is out of Kanakee County. Which is in a state somewhere. Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. <laughs> it's got to be Florida. I guess it's Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Uh, 
Um, so I guess the Kanakikiki Police Department posts um, post all their wanted uh, people or their their warrants <laughs> on their Facebook page wow. once a week. <laughs> That's crazy. You like forgot to pay a ticket. Uh, like, oh shit! <laughs> that's <laughs> me. That's actually kind of what happened. But um, thanks for ruining the. Oh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> so uh, that's why Spencer's been traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they post this guy's uh, picture on there, and he is wanted for missing a court date uh, for uh, DUI. And um, the person who was wanted responded to them on Facebook, and this took place on Halloween. And he said, uh, I'll turn myself in, um, but where's my costume? So the police department went ahead and photoshopped a sailor suit costume. Oh, onto the, ship, the, the ship's ahoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ahoy! Ahoy! <laughs> With a hat that says ahoy and everything. And then he turned himself in at noon that day. <laughs> you know what? There is a place. I think pretty sure you can Google, like, do I have warrants? Yeah, yeah. Because if you forgot to pay a ticket, you have a bench warrant. Like, Wow, I should. On the flip side, you can scary. look up if the state owes you money. We've already received two checks. Oh, did you get it? Yeah, right. I, I always check it. I'm I did that. I, it's my wife, though. I got nothing. They I got, me. like, 10 years ago I did it, and I got 100 bucks. I don't really? know what for, but. You I don't know like, what it's for. I don't like that it doesn't. T- it didn't tell me, like, where it was from. It was, like, some random property company or something like i don't know okay i'll take it <laughs> sure but, yeah. Yeah, whatever we'll tax it though <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah um another criminal in newark new jersey actually this guy's not a criminal but tsa was doing their job on this one which i know is crazy to think because <laughs> honestly tsa is worthless and uh, i do highly recommend go ahead and uh springing for tsa pre-check it uh, it's a game changer, yeah, and you're paying their salary. Yeah, it's a game changer. <laughs> How does that work? What's a pre-check? You basically pay the state to tell them you're not a terrorist. Oh, <laughs> you pay a Sweet. fee. Is that monthly? If you pay no. a fee, there's no way you're a terrorist. No. Yeah. So what I had to do was fill out uh, a big form, and then they uh, I sent it into them, and they did a huge background check on me. Uh, I paid them eighty five dollars, had an interview with them, and they gave me what's yep. called a, a known traveler number. And so now, you don't have to get swabbed or anything. Uh, all I have to do is uh, put my bag on the X-ray thing. Oh, right. And I don't have to take my computer out. Um, I don't have to take my shoes off. And then I go through a metal detector. I don't have to go through the the I naked just, machine. Like, but there's what? no there's anybody <laughs> could do that. You know, there's no. I want to go sign no up. Line. And when they no give line. me the form, I'll write a name and be like. Oh, I put the wrong name and hand it back, and it says like <laughs> Muhammad. <laughs> That's my Muslim name. I mean, oh shit! Oh. Uh, you're Muslim. I gotta go. <laughs> anyway, the TSA agents. Uh, the TSA agents thought there was a gun in this gentleman's bag. Um, when they put it through the x-ray, they looked at it, it looked like a gun. But upon closer inspection, it was revealed to be a gun-shaped toilet paper roller. Oh. Gun-shaped? What? Yeah. Is that on Amazon? Like a toilet paper holder? Oh, my gosh. Actually, we got to <laughs> remind me to show you the most ridiculous thing I found on Amazon the other day. <laughs> a toilet paper holder. Yeah, toilet paper. Not a toilet paper roller, like you're rolling your own toilet paper. <laughs> 
<laughs> when it's well, when it's done, does it say "bang" on the end? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be That's genius. That's genius. That would be genius. Proof but, of concept. There's a today is November first. There's a picture of it right there. Oh my gosh! Look at that thing. That's stupid. Well, Why doesn't you? I mean, from it, here it doesn't look like a. a it is a gun. I mean, <laughs> have you seen Con Air? <laughs> That's true. Hello. How, how do they know? Hello. There, there I'm wasn't just a, a poor boy. We're going home. <laughs> oh, there's a closer picture of it. Oh my god. That's so stupid. So, Why would you pay money to put that in your bathroom? Second Amendment, fucker. N- yeah. That's what- <laughs> now, knowing my family, if it had a couple other like thinner rolls that had like just a little bit of extra toilet paper on it, <laughs> actually just a roll on top of it. That's right. That's a, what it a six shooter. Yeah. You know, so when I sit down, I don't have to be like, oh shit, I'm out of toilet paper. You seen that mega roll that's supposed to last like a month? Dude, it does. Oh, you tried it? Oh, no. Are you talking about the Charmin one that yeah. would never fit on anybody's... It's like six feet like, diameter. Like, like, this. like you have to buy a specialized <laughs> holder to... That's the, that, it's a sham. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. So I, I don't know. I was browsing Facebook ads the other day, and someone was selling uh, one of these. It is called the Potty Piano. Oh. Is this like from Big? It, it, well, yeah. Except that it does wrap around your toilet, hey. and you, I told him not to release that picture. You play, <laughs> you play the piano with your feet while you are booing. So if you're constipated, this makes things flow a yeah. little. Night. Okay. Do, 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 do. I like it. I, I want someone to go on America's Got Talent with this. You know, and be, be like, I can play the piano, but only with my feet or and only yeah. while I'm sitting down. You know, it'd be super annoying, and it actually helps to have my pants off too. <laughs> this would ruin your day more. Than it would already be if you were throwing up. (laughs) (laughs) If you're kneeling on it. (laughs) What are you playing in there? (laughs) (laughs) Playing chopsticks. Oh, anyway, I went ahead and got these for you guys for Christmas. Oh, sweet. Thank you. I'm more of a red piano guy. Oh, sorry. I did, uh, speaking of Christmas gifts, not gifts, I got Randy a a birthday present. Uh And it's a t-shirt. I mean... I'll probably give it to him before this episode airs. <laughs> it's a T-shirt that says Catalina Wine Mixer <laughs> with like a sunset in the back. It's awesome. Hey, will you might remind me where he lives because I have the Die Hard trilogy I'd like to send to him for Christmas. Ooh, oh, I yeah. have yet to watch Die Hard either. Well, I will not allow story. that. I will not allow that. <laughs> I knew that. Was good. All right, one more story here yes. out of Minnesota. A Minnesota museum has turned. It's creepiest dolls loose. The so, Minnesota Museum. <laughs> it, yeah, probably. <laughs> so they have a new uh, section there with the most creepiest dolls wow. they could find. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's, that's awesome. Horrific. Uh, speaking of that, did you guys hear about the Halloween display in Brigham City, Utah? No. No. That had. Uh, uh, decapitated babies, oh. like all over the place, like bloody, disgusting. Like it was basically uh, the worst thing you could think of. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the city, you know, couldn't really do anything about it. But come on, man, <laughs> Brigham shitty. Yeah. yeah, they weren't on horses or anything, right? I mean, Halloween is. <laughs> it's like annual murder walk, <laughs> Brigham City. These are all these are all the dolls we've lost this year. Well, I mean. They 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 have a checkered past, Brigham City. I knew it was too good to be true. Did you guys hear about the dog? One more random headline there. I thought it was interesting. So oh, yeah, yeah. a lady hits a dog. She doesn't realize she hits a dog. And I don't know why she swallowed the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog survives. And um, where's the picture? 
gets uh, right here. He's he's stuck in her bumper. Oh, and then she realizes he's in there. And, it's got to be a Ford and rest. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little bugger. <laughs> Joey probably lasted for another mile or two. <laughs> Here's your here's your lease. <laughs> Poor boy. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. So, uh Chris. Yes. You know, we've had him on so many times that there's really no reason for him to tell us. Wait, I gotta tell story. you this story. Yeah, yeah. I got well, it's more of a, a hypothetical. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's like a couple mediating here. <laughs> yeah. Well okay. no, I because I want to tell this before Chris does his fun thing. Okay. Okay. So uh, I think I've told you I started listening to. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening to Sword and Scale. Have you listened to Sword and Scale? No, the podcast. Uh-uh. It's. I only listen to you guys. It, thank you. You're welcome. It's really good. Some of them yeah, are stop really stop encouraging uh, people to listen to other podcasts. <laughs> Some of them are really creepy. So let me tell you. I'm going to tell you two. We, we, you talked about a bunker earlier for some reason. I yes, can't remember why. Bunker. This is our bunker. They talked about, uh, th- they did a story about a guy. I think his name was like Peter Stelter. Anyway, something. Eight years he spent building a bunker in the woods. It was two and a half stories wow. underground. Oh. Like super advanced. That's he had light switches do. and plumbing, right? He spent eight years building this because he thought it was the end of the world and he was going to murder his wife and daughter. Oh. He nice. did murder his wife and daughter. Burnt down his houses in Washington and went and uh, holed up in his bunker. The last thing's not power, is it? <laughs> right, I know. And then he blew up his bunker. <laughs> Wait, always... so why did he kill his wife and kids and then go to the bunker? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, would it? You're expecting it to make well, sense. At Elmo, least Elmo. Have, <laughs> at least he'd have someone to have conversation that... and relations with. He probably just. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what is he going to freaking? But, but. Does let me tell you really, another. Does he have a really nice flashlight in me, there? Or something. <laughs> you don't share guns. <laughs> let me tell you another one. This is a hypothetical <laughs> for you, Chris. What? <laughs> listen to listen to the episode. It'll make sense. Yeah. The one we did before. <laughs> um, if your house was being regularly burglarized, mm. maybe maybe not even regularly. You just had a suspicion that it was going to happen, and so you. Park your car away from your house to make it look like no one's home. Right. And then you wait inside. And then they come. Are my pants down in this situation? <laughs> yes. You're on you, the potty you're, piano. You're waiting for them. <laughs> they burglarize your house. And okay. when when they enter, you shoot and kill them. Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Oh. Are you asking me theoretically? Yeah. Or hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically? Yeah. I would say it is okay. The law would tell you no. Depending think, on the state, I think right? the opposite of that. I think the law would tell you that it is okay, but ethically it may not be. So so you're saying that, at least in Utah, your understanding is that you cannot set up a sting in which you kill the intruder. Oh, so that's where you're going is like the, the setup, right? Not what actually the result was, but the setup. Right, like you you have a feeling that, that they're planning to burglarize your house, so you pretend like you leave. And then you wait for them. I'm a Macaulay Culkin them, but I really kill them. Yes. Okay. And then when they come in, you kill them. Okay. Is that... Is that... That's premeditated. Uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I wouldn't want to kill them. I'd want to hold them at gunpoint so they have... What if to... they had guns? Well, then I guess I'd have to shoot them. I mean, they did break into your house. <laughs> yeah. Right? So let me tell you a story. Sure. 65-year-old Byron David Smith. Ooh, see, uh, the middle name 
It's but bad. He did this very thing. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> and this was outlined in, I think it's episode 15 of Sword and Scale. It's very creepy, though. This one, he played some audio that caught me completely off guard, kind of made me nauseous. Okay? So fair warning if you listen to it. Byron David Smith uh, was a bit paranoid. His houses had been burglarized, and obviously he had the correct suspicion. He thought that that was going to happen. Um, a 17-year-old boy and an 18-year-old girl, they were cousins, broke into his house. He was laying in wait in, a, in the basement in a chair. The, oh, wow. The, That's creepy. The 17-year-old boy came down first, came down the stairs. He shot him in the hip uh, and then shot him two more times, I believe. You can hear the kids scream, like kind of more like a grunt, like, oh, you know. And I'll get to why the audio is there in a second. Yeah, please um, do. That's interesting. And then the girl comes in like 10 minutes later. You can hear him. Fashionably late. Yeah. Yep. He, he has a mini, what's that gun called? A mini a mini 14. Is it a mini 14? It's a little, it's a rifle. Okay. A Mac 14? No. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gun. It's a, no, it's a mini 14. It's a rifle, and he also has a twenty-two pistol on his hip, okay? okay. Oh, what? What, airsoft gun? Um, and so the girl comes down. Um, you can hear him shoot once, and then his Mini-14 jams. You hear her scream and stumble. He gets out his twenty-two and shoots her three more times. Jesus. Okay? So the audio of this. This is what was the damning. This is what oh, damned sure. him, Okay. For some reason, he had security audio or video. Either way, you can find the audio. You can't find the video. Uh, thank goodness. So you hear this audio, though, and they play, he, the host of Sword and Scale plays the audio before the thing, and he is, like, rehearsing a phone call that he's going to make after it happens. And this phone call is going to be to his neighbor, Bruce, to call a lawyer and then come to his house. Okay? Wow, and he's rehearsing this phone call deep. out loud. He's saying, like, hey, Bruce, can you meet me at my house? You know, uh, park up the street bags. and come through the west. You know what I mean? He had laid out a tarp in his basement. Jeez. Jesus. So, this yeah. He needs a hobby. This kid did break his window. Okay. And and broke in with, with the intent to burglarize, you know. Um, but then, then you hear the audio. You hear the kid coming down. You hear the shot. You hear him scream. You hear him shoot him two more times. And you hear him say, you're dead. Okay? The girl comes down. She's screaming while she's being shot, I think, two or three times. And he says to her, you're dying. And then after she is no longer making noise, he said he calls her a bitch. Oh, wow. Okay. Jesus. He then calls Bruce. It was on Thanksgiving, so oh. no lawyers were working. <laughs> so instead, he tells Bruce to call the sheriff's department. He goes to the sheriff's department. He thinks he's justified in this um, and is explaining his side of it. He lies about... A lot of the circumstances, he doesn't say that it was a setup, that it was a sting. He just says that he was there and, and happened to be armed because he was paranoid, because he'd been burglarized before. Mm. So he was convicted of murder. Yeah. <laughs> to two counts of murder. Sure. The question, the question I had, though, was, was just that. Like, the, you should hear the way this guy talks. He, is, he talks about them like they're animals. Like, he, he's like, I heard the girl kind of gasping. Because in the audio, nothing happens after she's down for, like, three minutes, and then you hear another shot. And he's recorded all this. He recorded it. Yeah, like, in oh. a security system. Like, he had cameras. So I'm assuming there's maybe video, but you can only find the audio. Oh, good. Yeah. So it might have been on video. But I don't know what he thought he was going to give away with because the audio was there. So yeah. I don't know why he attempted to lie about any of it. Um, but he said that she was gasping. 
And so that, that's why he shot her again, uh, you know, I don't know, it doesn't matter where, but he shot her again to, to finish her off, to take her out of her misery. He was talking about them like they're animals. Like, you know, I shot him once and he went down and, you know, I didn't want him to suffer, so I shot him two more times. It was like, wait. So the question is, where does the line get drawn, morally or legally? If someone breaks into your house, mm-hmm. let's say it's not a sting. Someone breaks into your house, you're justified in shooting them, right? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Depends on the state. Yeah. Some states have stand your ground. Ours is pretty strict. Yeah. What is ours, by the way? So uh, when I was in the police academy, we had a case like this out of Weber County. There was a homeless man that cooked a steak on someone's barbecue grill up in Far West. Oh, you told me about this. Yeah. 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 Guy came out. He's like, hey. Had his gun with him. He's like, hey, hey, hey I'm, I'm just here. I'm homeless. I'm, I have some meat. Just tra-. He's like, get off my property. And he's like, no, no, no really. Just I, let me cook it and get out of here. Guy shot him, killed him. He's convicted of murder because um, basically they have a word that uh, I cannot spell, but I can say it's called curtilage. Mm. He was not in his curtilage. Always house. Yep. And uh, and I guess there's a word. Uh, curtilage is used quite a bit in the law terms, and then there's also um, the intent of bodily harm. Right. And I think that's where, at least in this state, they draw the line. No pun intended. And, um, and then you get like the. Uh, the perception of bodily harm, sure. So, here's so the, let me give you a hypothetical number one. Someone breaks sure. into your house, you have the perception that they're going to induce bodily harm. You shoot them, and they go down. They're still alive. And you can double tap them to make right. <laughs> is is that okay? No. Right. Yeah. That's where it kind of was like, wait. They're down. They're not in any uh, any. You know, unless it's like Jason Voorhees, right? I mean, right. he never dies. Or but, if they were armed. Yeah, yeah, You know, these kids were not armed. Sure. Um, so was, there was a lot of weird things. And then I got thinking, okay, well, he set this up. Very I don't know how he knew they were going to break in that day. I have, I, They don't really get into that in Sword and Scale. I'm sure if I read into the case, I could maybe find it, you know. But if you set up a sting like that, let's say he only shot them once and injured them. Right. And then they got arrested. Would he then be prosecuted? I bet not. He's like, I set up this. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure that that's probably what the jury was thinking because they played. The audio was super creepy. I, not I, of the killings. Oh, of okay. him talking to himself before. Because he's just whack job. Right? Yeah. He's just crazy. Yeah. And he talks about him like they're. It's super weird. But it was a really. It, there's a really interesting case. Yeah. I. There's a lot of gray area there. Yeah. A lot. So that's Sword and Scale episode 15. It's super graphic. The audio is very real. So be prepared if you get to that. I uh, I kind of want one of these mini fourteens. I know they're kind of a cool. They're cut. pretty cool looking. They they kind of look like an M one Garand. Like he, what did he? Oh, he said that she laughed at him when the gun jammed, after he shot her once. Oh, really? He shot her once. She was screaming, you know, and you could hear in her voice like this feeling of disbelief, like, "Oh my, I can't believe I've just been shot." And but when he's talking to the investigator, he's like, "She laughed at me, so I shot her again with my pistol." Taught her a lesson. He had like a, a not, he had a nine shot revolver, twenty two. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, really sprung for that one. I just wanted to see your hypothetical on that one. Like you set up a sting for someone to break into your house. Can you shoot them? You know, to your point, Spence. Uh, when I was going through the academy, that's the gun they fear the most. What the twenty two? Oh, Spencer <laughs> isn't afraid of a twenty two. I'm going to shoot him with one one day. <laughs> just see if it hurts. 
All right, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I, but I'm, you know, if I, they're most afraid of the twenty two, then why do they pack forty fives and and fifty caliber guns? They at least uh, tell you that the because I guess the twenty two, um, it doesn't exit. Yeah, it just kind of scrambles throughout the body or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. There are. I'm looking at like the autopsy results of these of the uh, woman, the boy, and the girl, really. And there is like a re-entrance wound on on some of them, like it ricocheted and went back. Anyway, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Well, that was. Uh, See, I wanted to go over that before. Wow. wow. That was cheery. Um. <laughs> uh, it wrecked my day. Yeah. <laughs> try to. Try to. You know. And we're back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all day, all night. <laughs> oh man. Woo. All right. So, Thanks, Brad. as I was saying earlier, <laughs> um, oh, um, Chris yes. brought us a game. It's, w- a, it's a game. Or you have some fun with it. I, and I, we haven't got to do this in a while because I'm lazy and haven't come up with anything. And we yeah. haven't really had a guest in a while. So, yeah. It's kind of a political game, so I hate to play that card again. Well, but it, that's okay. Yeah. I love politics. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? I'd yeah. rather talk All about right. aliens and simulations. What about Bigfoot? You want to talk about it? We can bring that one up again. <sighs> Pull up that audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this is a political game. Okay. It's called Pick Chris's Presidential Candidate. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. All right. Now you have to convince me why I should vote for this person because right now I, I have an open vote. You know, Beto dropped out. I heard this. Yeah. Beto yeah. dropped out today. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Oh, you just, I already know who I'm he, voting He may not be gone for good, though. Wink, wink. He may not be Vice gone for good. President. Yeah, I think there's something Vice in play. Secretary there. of State. <laughs> no, he can't because he'll take his, sh- his skateboard and shoot up a school with it somehow. <laughs> with his. That's weird. The skateboard? Skaters don't we do that shit. We talked about man. this. Did we not talk about this? The Beto shooting up a school with a skateboard? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I know uh, he skateboards. Uh, and I know he shoots up schools. <laughs> Huckabee. What's his name? Um, Mike? Mike Huckabee on his TV show. We we didn't talk about this? Maybe we did. We talked about Where a lot of stuff. Where he said that... Uh, he He talked about... How Beto? How should we should ban skateboards because people die on skateboards? Oh, that was his argument against guns. Okay, yeah. whatever. Was it on Facebook Live? I don't know. Uh, Back to your it's game. On <laughs> Ted Cruz did it. I don't want to yeah. talk about Mike Huckabee. Yeah, that's right. He's weird. All right, so I pulled up the list of the remaining candidates. Okay. Now, obviously, we're talking about the Democratic candidate. Not that I'm not voting, you know, partial. Mm-hmm. But I figured, you know, you guys are very intelligent human beings. And I would like to be convinced on who I should vote for. Even if they have 0% chance of winning, mm-hmm. I would like you to tell me. Um, if, and I'll go quickly down the road because I know that's been a you know a little bit of a lengthy broadcast. But, hey, it's our one-year anniversary. Right? I don't care mm-hmm. how long so, it goes. Yeah. So, um, so I'll, I'll skip Beto because sure. Beto's out. But I think yeah. he'll be back. VP. All right. So let's start with Michael Bennett. Anyway, uh, and then we'll he, go to. I do not know who that is. <laughs> didn't, he, uh, didn't he used to play in Las Vegas a lot or something? Yeah, I thought he was a defensive tackle for somebody. Oh, okay, I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I don't think there's a lot of lot of lot of uh, worthy notes on uh, Michael Bennett because I didn't. You even search know Michael Bennett and it's a football player. Yeah. If you Google it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's only with one T though. Oh, 
He's there the one team, Michael Bennett. <laughs> he must play on the Bears because he's a loser. Oh. His brother played for the Bears. That's cold. All right. So give me a reason to j- vote for Joe Biden. Um, he's well, white. <laughs> <laughs> and a man. Okay. Uh, he's qualified. Okay. Um, he. He's a little swampy, though. He is one... Oh my! I've, currently, I've, I didn't wipe good enough earlier. <laughs> you need to swap older. Yeah, <laughs> he is currently still the leader to beat Trump, which He's, is an ingredient. That that is a big factor for me. Right. I do think that he could. I mean, they all seem to be poised to beat Trump, but I think Biden could do it pretty handedly. Yeah, he still has the highest polls in terms of it. And if you liked Obama policies. Mm-hmm. Then there's a good chance. This is Obama light. Yeah, I think he's Obama kinda, white. Obama white. <laughs> I would make the, the the argument though that Joe is uh, trying to ride that coattail. Oh, for sure, no he's, doubt. He's about got it. to though, right? I yeah, because yeah. we're trying to get back to normalcy, dude. His with freaking Woody Harrelson <laughs> on <laughs> SNL. He puts funny. the teeth in. All um, right. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, so I, I think you know Joe's the safe bet, right? Yeah, I think that, like like Spencer said, he would just kind of extend Obama-era policies. Okay, fair enough. Steve Bullock, do you know who that is? Is Steve. he related to Steve Bannon? Steve Bloak? <laughs> because they're both both of their names are Steve? He's the governor of Montana who got in late. Oh, Bullock? Wait, Bullock. the governor of Montana is a Democrat? Yeah, I know. What the f- I did hear him talk, actually, and I liked what he he's had to say. He's not bad. Yeah. I don't think he's getting enough looks, but I don't think he's also made a lot of the debates either because of the financial like check marks. And, yeah, and the and the polls. That's going to be tough. All uh, right. So here's one I really want to emphasize. I need you to sell me on Pete because and it won't take much to be honest with you. Pete is without a doubt the smartest candidate. Correct. He's gay. Do, do you think that hurts him? Yes. Yes. Even with the electoral college. Yeah, I think yeah moderate, especially with the electoral college. Moderate Republicans won't do it. Won't do it. Okay, but uh, Trump's okay. But a gay guy's not good. Right. Okay. No, Fair it doesn't. You can have like six affairs and grab girls by the pussy. But don't even think but about guys. The ass. If you put your wiener in a butthole, then that's, <laughs> that's or that's where I draw the line. Or uh, whatever. Yeah. Or uh, scissor. No, <laughs> your cloaca. She's, <laughs> He's the by far the smartest, the most eloquent. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard he has the biggest penis. I uh, so here's why I think Pete is credible. Um, I think he's obviously the most intelligent. He's young. He's not a progressive, but he's young enough where progressives would appeal to him. Right. He's mm-hmm. a veteran. He's a veteran. That's he, nice. He yep. is from a rural um, red state. Yep. Um, even though he bats for the other team. Yeah, South Bend. Are you Keep talking in mind, about Notre Dame guy, right? You gotta be more specific when you say bat for the other team. He's homosexual. <laughs> I know, but he means He's a switch hitter. Yeah. yeah. No, he's um, the only left hitter. He, yeah, this is Mike <laughs> Pence's state. Right. Exactly. Right? Oh. He's a mayor in Mike Pence's state where he passed that horrific law that you could discriminate. Because I'll be honest with you right now. If if it were today, and it was Mayor Pete or Joe, and I knew Mayor Pete could win, I would vote for Pete. I would, too, over Joe. Yeah. But to your point, and I think to half of America's point, we just want to get rid of the problem, right? Yeah. 
And yeah, but we have other opportunities. You know, like I don't like Joe's. Um, the, one, the main hangup I'm having with Joe, and I need to do a little bit more research. Mm-hmm. I don't like his um, his ideas for healthcare. Right. I'm ready. Uh, not only do I want to get rid of the problem, but I want to start making some progress and moving forward on things. And that's why I don't really like Joe Biden because he's he's old school. He's old school. He's uh, he's he. That's uh, what I mean. like. He just wants to keep the status quo with healthcare, which is not good. So I also think this plays to Pete's hand a little bit, right? Because he's kind of splitting down the middle of a progressive slash mainstream guy right yeah and i think that's his strong point but i think that i hate to say it the one thing that's going to trip him up is his sexual preference sure yeah right? yeah i think he's starting to be i mean he's not like he's ever not been open about it but he is starting to be a little bit more more public appearances with his husband and stuff like that which i think will help in the long run and maybe that was part of the plan and let's look at the political side. He's got almost the most money of any candidate that's stored away, right? He's got like $24 million wow. raised, and he's barely spent any of it from what I understand. But And he's kind of that slow burn that Obama was. Remember when Clinton had all the press and Obama yeah. was running and everybody's like, oh, who's this guy? I like, I didn't even know him. He has a one-term senator. Yeah. Yeah. And But uh, I just watched a poll in Iowa anyway. Iowa. Yeah. He's third place, 18%. That's that's pretty high numbers for Iowa. That's yeah, high numbers. Yeah, so I just want to hit on a few other ones. Some of these I'll just ignore because they're they're irrelevant in my opinion. So wh- tell me why Kamala Harris has dropped down so much. She's a I don't know. No. I, I don't <laughs> I don't like her. Really? Not really. Oh man, I actually really like. I her. I think she's too fangy. I think that her yeah. uh, she's too much of a bulldog. Anything? Right. Yeah. Which I'm not calling either of you a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I love women a lot. You know, <laughs> I've had sex. But you, thoughts? No. But you have to be careful with that. Not not because of the offense. I'm not talking about being offensive or anything. I'm talking about if a man was behaving that way, you might call him strong. No, what my I don't mean that. I I mean she just reminds me of an average politician and. I think I just it doesn't out of all the candidates appealing to me. She would beat Trump in the debates m- m- easier than yeah, any of okay, them. Okay, what what di- pff, whoa. <laughs> Hillary beat Trump in the debates. No, I mean, she didn't. What? He walked all over her, especially on the second one. I, yeah. I just I just that's not where we need to win. We don't need to win the debates. We need to No, you would, the reason the Trump embarrassed Hillary in the debates. Well, he embarrassed her. Well, what do you expect? She freaking runs a child sex ring in the basement of a pizza. <laughs> Kamala, parlor. Kamala would would embarrass Trump in the debates. Yeah, and I th- but she has. You I'll know, tell you why she's gone down. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. She's gone down because of her years as a prosecutor. She Pizza? was she was hard on drug offenders, and that's which something is that... not popular with progressives. Correct. That's why. Okay. So the the I'll tell you I'll, I'll shorten this up a little bit. There's like five people that I'm strongly considering. Right. Joe's Joe's Uncle Joe's my safe bet, mm-hmm. right? Because he's my Trump out guy. Yep. <clears throat> I really like Mayor Pete, but I think I, I hate to say it, I don't think that enough of America is going to get on board with that, right? Right. Even though I think he's got all the right speaking points. Smooth. Yeah. Right? Um, now the one area that he struggles in is the African American uh, demographic, because they had a South Bend shooting. Oh, that's and right. That's that's really burned a yeah, hole in it a little bit. Yeah, they had the cop shooting. Yeah, and listen, I'm, I'm not a progressive hater, but I think Bernie's kind of like uh, that uh, full time politician guy, right? And I think a lot of people, even though his numbers are good, I think a lot of people are Bernie'd out. I think oh, that I'm. I am. I'm. I, I'm over I am. Bernie. No, 
And I think that's why Elizabeth's doing so well is because she's like the clone of Bernie, but not Bernie. Right? The way I look at Bernie is like if if being progressive was like a rubber band, he is the thing pulling that rubber band. He is the thing pulling the left to the left. Yeah. Right. And moderate Democrats are on the other end holding it back. I'm not saying either one is good or bad, uh-huh. but Bernie is by far the furthest left pulling the party that direction, you know, in terms of uh, universal health care. Um, he's did, a democratic socialist. He, op- did, he, that he identifies as that. Do you think Warren's too left to get elected? I no. want to carry Elizabeth Warren's baby. Oh. Uh, after McAdams or? Well, at the same time. Both of them at the same yeah. time, honestly. Uh, Elizabeth Warren's my, uh, mostly because she'll pay off my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a big thing. It's come up it multiple is. times. Uh, it's a huge Mark, thing. Mark Cuban's a huge. Yeah. I, I like some of his talking points. I think section. that uh, he should really just join the race, really. Cuban? But, yeah. Really? He's talked about it. He's floated the idea. Oh. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, I think I've said this before on the show, she has a plan for everything. And she can, so does Bernie, but she's, she lays it out easier than he does. Yeah. The, the plan for how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? The only place that she's got hung up is she under, <laughs> when it comes to universal health care, right. um, she believes that the American people, and she may be right, are too uh, short-sighted or too ignorant to understand the concept that your premiums will go down and your taxes will go up. Right. So she refuses to admit that your taxes will go up. Right. Bernie will admit it. Which is to his credit. But, but every time what? he says it, he tries to explain to people, but your premiums come down, so you're netting more. Right. But be... Elizabeth Warren just came out with her plan like today, her health care plan. No, she's always had it. She's well, always known how she's going to pay for all of this stuff. Right. You know, um, like taxing trades, uh, having the wealth tax. I like the wealth tax. I don't see how it can be implemented. The rich, the rich hide their money in too many different kinds of assets. Oh, so Jeff Bezos would pay nearly seven billion to Elez- Elizabeth 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 Warren's <laughs> Medicare for All tax. Good. All right. Final yeah. question on the game, and this is I'm going to narrow down to two candidates, and they're not front runners. Okay. And that's the only two you can choose. And when I say you, I'm I'm, I'm like you're America, right? Okay. You either have to go with Pete Buttigieg okay. or Andrew Yang. Oh, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah? Yeah. I think that Andrew, Andrew Yang... No. Now, I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Now, I'm playing, incredibly a couple, smart. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing a couple cards here, right? I, yeah. Because I'm going one's a homosexual. Yep. One is an Asian-American. Asian, yep. And they're both very intelligent guys. Yep. One's very down more middle and you know ying's a little bit more of a progressive but he's got some good ideas right yeah in terms of uh financials i would trust yang you know what i mean but he so he would be your department of finance right (laughs) he's not uh has him on the cares on the charisma yeah yeah he'll he destroys him in charisma you know when mayor pete smiles you smile (laughs) you know that's uh, he he very he's very very charismatic and Yang's not really, you know. Yeah, do you and think it, he's gotten better over the debates he's been in though? Eh, I don't know, yeah. and I'm not sold on his thousand uh, dollar a month allowance <laughs> that uh, every American would get. You know, I don't. Wouldn't really... that just cause inflation to to go up a little bit? No, and, not necessarily. I mean, I don't know. Not necessarily. You know, there's a lot of economic laws that aren't true. 
mm-hmm. like the whole if you raise minimum wage, then prices go up. It's not true. Just look at all the cities that have done it. You know, I know people will say I'm wrong, but it's <laughs> look at Seattle, right? They raised the minimum wage that actually opened more jobs because all of a sudden all these – if you want to – let's take fast food as an example, right? If you – they raise minimum wage, all of these minimum wage workers now can afford to eat at the restaurants that they work oh at. <laughs> so it actually creates more jobs, puts more money back in the economy. So there's this old economic rule that if you raise wages, you have to raise the cost of the product. It's not true. Do you think so? You think uh, Mayor Pete cannot beat Trump? No, I think he could beat Trump. And in fact, all the polls say he would. Hmm. It's just that Biden, Warren, and Sanders are currently polling to beat him easier. Hmm. You know, I think in the polls, if I go to Real Clear Politics, it'll it says it has all of those. Which I don't know if I've told you guys, Real Clear Politics where it's at. They combine all of the polls together. Hmm. Um, So the latest. Um, presidential race. Biden's still in the lead for the Democratic nod. Um, to your point, um, I did do some research today, and I didn't know if you two gentlemen were aware of this. Do you know that the first presidential debate is in South Bend, Indiana? Ooh, that's convenient. And the vice president debate is in Salt Lake City. True story. Ooh. Where's it at? Uh, University of Utah. That's cool. Kingsbury? Uh, I don't know. I just said University of Utah. I think it is at Kingsbury. That's going to be hard to get in. Right. It's small. <laughs> it is. It's small. Oh, it's not on here. They they update their polls all the time. Anyway, they all have – all four of those candidates are polling to beat Trump in, in a head-to-head. So out of – I don't know how many people they ask, right, with polls. It could be like 10 people. Sure. Um, <laughs> they're, all, they're all polling to beat him. So, But between those two, Buttigieg is where it's at for sure. Where, where yeah. do you guys stand right now? I mean, you're still open-minded? Yeah. No, I think if... No, I Heil Hitler. Um, <laughs> I'm torn. So I am for the status pro quo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm legitimately torn between Sanders and Warren. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I like Warren a lot. Do you think she can beat Trump? I yeah. think, honestly, think anyone can beat Trump at this point. Like any of the main Bernie, Warren, uh, Dick, Van, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I um, think that... The the important only states, with the penguins though. Yeah, <laughs> the important states that Trump won. Right, he's lost credibility. He's lost credibility. Yeah. Look at coal. Did yeah. you hear about coal? The biggest coal company in the in the states, or one of the biggest, just filed Chapter Eleven. <laughs> it's the guy, the Crandall Canyon. He yeah. owns that mine here in Utah that collapsed and killed those miners. You know, yep. but he lives in like uh, Ohio or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're the coal coal's going out of business. Well, it should first of all. You know, but that's going to piss off that part of his base there. And then you have um, things like the GM strike that just lasted for 45 days. That's not Trump's fault, right? But it's on his watch. But it's on his watch. Yep. And all the farmers in the Midwest that voted for him, they're mad as hell. Did you, have you guys looked up, farmers are very techie now. Have you looked into this? Oh, yeah, they have sensors and shit. Holy crap. Yeah. It's crazy. No. Yeah. yeah, I have satellite imagery on where they need the crops and stuff, and it's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, man, I thought they were a bunch of rednecks. No, man. No, he's some of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me ask you something. Um, do you ever get dick stink? It's <laughs> <laughs> a spit take. Um, I was waiting for it. Only on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, but... 
I just wonder if you're you're. <laughs> I know that's not true. Your, your penis ever <laughs> smells like you know rotten tuna fish or anything? I know that's not true. For you. What? <laughs> Spence teabag yourself? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> what would it be with a stank? Well, uh, let's pray together, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Spencer's about done. He had three of those. <laughs> the, one year. An this is fantastic. Year. How many yes. times have you been on the show now? Uh, we need to get him a five-time robe. Four, four. five, yeah. We can get you a robe. <laughs> Actually, we don't give out robes. We give out hospital gowns. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yeah. we require you to wear them. I will just say. It's gold, though. Sounds like a piano. This is one of the best ideas that Spencer and I have ever had, is doing this podcast. <laughs> yes, I it's, would agree with that. It's been super fun. And, it's incredibly and therapeutic. bringing Quinn into this world. We did that. We, we did that. Me and him. We did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Babies come out We actually butt, don't right? know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Anyway, I'm glad we do it. I, I love this guy over here. We have a What's good time. What's to love? By the way, we're in a band together <laughs> called Rejected Takeoff. That's We've true. noticed that some of you have gone and listened to some of the music. We got five singles up on iTunes, maybe only four right now. We're working on getting yeah, one back I, up. I forgot to renew one. Just happens to be so, the best song. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, Fix the glitch, Spence. Yeah. Oh. My, yeah, my but apologies. We're on Facebook. We're on iTunes. Uh, we're on uh, Google, Amazon. Same, same place. Everything. everything. Same place as all Literally, the podcast is. There's, well, I subscribe to every. There's, yeah. Unless it's brand new, we're on it. Right. Uh, make sure you check out Spencer's Etsy shop. Go Ooh, to Etsy yeah. and search Scary Parrot one word. I've not been on not Etsy one a lot word. Lately. Scary Parrot Media. I think you can get there with Scary I'm Parrot. I'm sure, probably. Either way. Chris, thank you so much for coming thank back. Thank you so much. For having one me. of my best friends. Good to have you here. Absolutely. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, com. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review, a rating. Tell us how much you love Chris. And share with your friends. For episode 71 and our one-year anniversary, I'm Brian. Oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> See you next time.